Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy LA the Goat and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Sucker. Life cold, but at least we get to wear a jacket. One from you either die or either make you happy. Not All right, so we got LA the Goat jumping off the porch with us today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you feeling today, man? Good, man. It's a nice morning. It ain't as cold like during the day here, but at <laughs> night you got to be in the house. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Uh, us Floridians, we, we, we don't play about that cold, man. We Everybody like, man, it's not that cold. I said, y'all from, you feel me, this type of shit. We don't, we don't get this. Yeah. I've been here four years. It took me at least two years to find, like, I could deal with under 70. But yeah. if it used to be, if it was under 70, man, it's cold. I'm wearing hoodie, jeans, everything. I don't man. even like on my side, man. It's freezing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. So what else you got shaking here in Atlanta, man? What else you got planned? Uh, you know, just, like, networking and meeting DJs and other artists and shit, you know. Tapping in a different club, cause I like the club, so yeah. the club scene be different down here than, than back at home. So, oh, yeah. you know, it's nice to see different shit. Definitely. Niggas man. dancing in the club here and shit. Nah, back at home, everybody's so gangster, so it's just different to see shit. Nah, absolutely. And how do you like the vibes here in Atlanta uh, compared to back at home in Tampa too, man? I'm always choose home. Like, 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 Atlanta be cool, but it's like, if you ain't from here, you don't know nobody, you finna pay the out-of-town price for everything. Everything. Everything costs at least $100 to do. The park, the, the eat. I, I had about like four wings the other day at the club. It was $65. I was like, damn. <laughs> four wings. I said, I, I said, damn, why you didn't tell me that before I ordered? I wanna never order that shit. <laughs> yeah, they ain't got no menus yeah. there. <laughs> you sort of So mind. it's like, you know, it's just, if I was like up here frequently and had a face car, it'd probably be a little different. But you know, you gotta, earn that shit and like grind up to it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Mm-hmm. All right, so what's going on in Tampa these days, man? What, what's life like down there right now? Tampa kind of lit, cause we got a lot of artists. A lot of niggas went to the league, NFL, mm-hmm. NBA, you know, baseball. So Tampa really like on the come up right now. We got a lot of new like construction, new penthouses being built every day. So that's how you know, like they trying to make it like almost like similar to Miami. Yeah. But they trying to keep it more like gen gentrified, like, you feel me, more urban, suburban. Yeah. Mm. Well, how would you describe the city since they tore down, like, all the projects a few years ago, man? I mean, the city more ratchet than it ever been, because, like, I ain't gonna say I blame nobody, but it's, like, the music, the influence, like, the younger generation up under me, they don't give a fuck about nothing. So, like, it's more gangster than it ever been. And, like, I wouldn't even call it gangster, it's just thug, not, like, everybody want to shoot, everybody want to be that, everybody want to be that nigga, so. It's a competition. Nah, definitely, man. So, growing up in Tampa, man, what were you into as a kid? 
you know, like your, like your regular shit, like going to the stove, sitting in front of the stove, uh, fighting, uh, just like, like regular down south shit. Nigga knock, knock on your door and run off and shit like that. Just regular shit. I wouldn't like really like no gangster kid growing up. No, I ain't selling no dope or that, you know. I I tried my little it it wouldn't ever fuck me. I was too nice. Like I ain't you ain't got enough money here, just take this shit. I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> so like I ain't never been like no like no tough ass dude, no, I just be chilling. Yeah. I was always the cool nigga. Like everybody know me for like either making jokes. And we got this little style back in the day called cranking, like dancing. Like, shout out to Tampa Tony and all them, they kind of invented mm -hmm. that shit. So I used to be doing shit like that. I was known for shit like that. Never like no tough ass shit or nothing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did you end up going to college after school or? So boom, I got, I, see, <laughs> that's why I say I went no gangster, but I was bad as fuck. <laughs> so I got kicked out of school in like middle school and then get to go back to regular school. So I was in like the, the 10th grade, but by that time I'd have like, fuck it. So I got kicked out. I went to Brandon Alternative School, got kicked oh, out of really? Alternative School, and then went to North Tampa Alternative, and got kicked out of there. And I went to the Temple Marine Institute. That shit oh, lasted shit, like- Oh, TMI. Yeah, that shit My lasted, brother with the yeah. little white bus. Yeah, my brother was on like that shit. Two, I got kicked out of there. You know how hard it is to get kicked out of there. It was like, this motherfucker just ain't going like, he, he ain't going to listen. But it was never like no, no learning, no, like no disability shit. It's just like, I was just, my attention span, like the work was easy. So once I do this shit, I'm aggravating everybody in the class, class clown, teacher can't teach, just being an asshole. So that's kind of why I got kicked out of school. Okay. Well, yeah, like after that, I went and got my GED. Cause I had, uh, I want to go to college. My cousin went to, to uh, FAM. He was like, me need to come to Tallahassee. This is when Jameis Winston was at Florida State. Mm. So I was like, shit, I ain't doing nothing else. But you couldn't go without getting GED. So I think I went like, it took me a day to get my GED. I went and took the test and got my GED. I was like, shit, I could have did this. Early, like, if I, if I could have got my diploma like this, I would have graduated when I was 10. <laughs> like, <laughs> for real. So then uh, I went to TCC for like a year. Met a lot of niggas. Uh, Bobby Fiskell, I was up there with him before. He was like hot. When niggas wouldn't even listen to Bobby Fiskell. I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't listening to that shit. But he was like, I'm telling you, I'm gonna be. Because he was always a hustle. He a street nigga. He was getting money. So yeah. he believed in it. He didn't give a fuck if he thought he was trash. He still was gonna put his shit out and rap. That's why I respect him. Because he came a long way. Yeah. I was fucking with him, young, luck, just like a lot of niggas who was in Tallahassee. So I stopped going to class after like the first three weeks. I got that financial aid and like, fuck, oh, I'm going to pay my rent with this shit and I'm hanging out with the rest. <laughs> but, but then after that, it was like when everybody started going back to their house and shit, going home, it's like I ain't, I ain't had shit to do. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, I'm going to join the army, fuck it. Join the army, that's the worst mistake I ever made in my fucking life. I hated that shit. I hated that shit. How long were you in the army before you was like, Like fuck four this. months. I got kicked out of there. You got kicked out? But you not get dishonorable or just nah, other so than? Nah, so boom, I'm finna fuck you up. So I'm, uh, like, I'm treating the army like the, like the projects. Like, cause it's all, man, I'm at Fort Benning. My dumb ass pick. 11 Bravo, that's infantry. I don't know why the fuck I picked that, but you know, Call of Duty was hot, so I ain't had nobody to tell me, like, nah, don't do that dumb ass shit. I'm thinking it's gonna be like Call of Duty. <laughs> it ain't shit like Call of Duty when you get it, though. It's just straight bullshit. So I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking, bro? It's really like prison. They just pay you, like, like to be there. So um, I go there, 
working out, you feel me? I like exercising and shit, you know, because you get big and, you know, like you've been on the pound or some shit, so I'm getting big and shit. We gambling in there, we dicing. I'm from the hood, though. Like, I'm one of, like, the four four black dudes there, and I'm the only one from the hood, though. So I got the gamble going on. My my little bear is, like, the store. You come there, you ain't supposed to have food in there. My shit look like Walmart, like a jail. Like, you come get noodles in the middle of the night, just don't say nothing. So, like... My drill sergeant know I'm running it like that, but he couldn't ever catch me. So one day I was asleep during formation in the laundry room, and one of these dudes had told me. He came in and caught me. He had me in the push-up position for, for at least like an hour. God damn. But I knew who told on me, so like I already, in my mind, I'm like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Cause that, once it's over, I'm kicking his ass tonight. So <laughs> me and him end up meeting up in the laundry room where I got caught at, and we had like fight club in there. <laughs> so I get like, it's like whoever, they close the door and whoever come out, that's who won. I beat the shit out of him and uh, but he told on me the next he morning. He told you on the Cause this shit was fat, everything. So then when they wake me up, they got the police, they take me to military jail. Oh shit. So I had a drill sergeant who fucked with me. He was a black dude. He was like, bro, you either finna get a dishonorable discharge or you better play crazy. So I was like, man, I'm depressed. Play crazy? Yeah, you feel me? I'm depressed. You feel me? I don't know what's going on in my head. So they had them send me to the fourth floor. That's like the sight war. But when I get up there, these motherfuckers really crazy. I'm not crazy for real. I'm just not trying to get no dishonorable. So I'm up there, I'm like, damn. You got one dude, he done cheat on his wife, but he been in there for 20 something years. Mm-hmm. But if you get caught cheating, they take all your benefits. You don't get none what? of that. Yeah. That's some fuck shit right there. So he was playing crazy too, but he was like really going crazy. Like, man, I don't know what the fuck I'm finna do. I've been in the army 20 years. How the fuck I ain't gonna get no benefits? So, you know, I'm working through that. It's like a little fine ass like doctor and she liked me though cause she see I'm bullshitting. So like me and her be kicking it and like talking and shit, chopping it up. So long story short, they um I got an honorable discharge with like medical regards or some shit like that. So I was like diagnosed with like mild depression or some shit like nothing like I ever took no medicine or no shit. It's just like something so I wouldn't get no dishonorable. Yeah. Some, like some shit like that. That's wild. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you went back to Tampa after that? Hell yeah. <laughs> it's Hell like, fuck yeah. that shit. So I, I went back to Tampa. I started, uh, I had done got my first baby mama pregnant. Like, first, like straight out of the arm. I was big and shit. So, you know, they, they was feeling me. I had my ways like I was up the road in prison and shit. So I came back home, got her, got her pregnant. But I'm still, I'm still with my mama and shit at her house. I'm like, fuck, I gotta get a job. So this is like my first real job at a, at a call center. But my baby mama got me the job at the call center. <laughs> but she know I ain't shit at the time. So why would you do that? I don't know. I, I, I still wanna ask you that to this day. Why would you get me that job? You know I was. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? 
head over to amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. So, um, like all. Celebrate 50 years of the Timberland original yellow boo and the culture that made it an icon. The Timberland hip hop royalty boo remixes the classic in a glorious purple waterproof leather with premium crafted details inspired by the four pillars of hip hop DJing, graffiti, MCing, and breakdancing. Get yours in select stores or at Timberland.com. Available in men's, women's, and youth sizes. Timberland, built for the bold. All the hoes in there too. Like, it's a call center, so you know, like, all the girls were. I'm like the only nigga there. So, it just was bad, bro. I, I, I think I got called at least like three times at work on break with bitches and all type of <laughs> shit. Yeah. So, I, I had to quit that job, start working construction. I can't work in that sun. If you know how that Florida sun oh, is. Man. Yeah, and that especially in the summer. Kick your ass, at yeah. 2 o'clock, it's like that shit choke you. So I'm out there beating bricks up, and I got somebody over my shoulder yelling at me. I'm like, this shit, some, some old uh, life shit, some slavery shit. I ain't finna be out here again. <laughs> yeah, that. So I walked off that job, and just so on, like, like it was just a repeating cycle. Like, I get a job for two, three months, quit that shit, and get fired. I, I couldn't work. Yeah. I couldn't work. But you was rapping this whole time, though, too, right? Or I mean, like, not when I was first out of the Army. Okay. I always knew I could rap, but I ain't never take it seriously. I ain't had nobody like the like. Give me that extra boost, like the confidence, like man, you could do it. So it was, it was on some shit, like man, I just do that shit on my downtime. It wasn't until me, Block Blizz, on you feel me, like everybody from my hood, and we'll go to this little spot called the Blue Note. We'll just be outside, like it's a little bar, but we sit outside to get drunk, you feel me, smoke and talk about the old days and shit. And they always would play beats, and we'll freestyle, and they'd be like, "Boy, you hard as fuck," but. One day they was like, man, we're going to the studio. And went to the studio. And I hated that shit I recorded. Because it sounded different from when yeah. you actually freestyle and then you record yourself. Mm -hmm. So they was like, no, nah, Keith, it sound good. So once they, because it was me and my dog, Gangsta. That's my first song, me and him. Still on YouTube, too, called Young Nigga. <laughs> on that Money Man beat. So like, once we dropped it, my whole little area, like my session, they was they was playing it every day. They knew it word for word. So I'm like, oh, shit, I could be a rapper. <laughs> so then that's when I got with um, Block Stepdaddy. His name Doodle. He, he like he a real street nigga. He don't play no game, but he like he want to be a rapper, but he can't rap. He done did all the shit you could rap about, but he can't rap. <laughs> so he like, man, I'm gonna push you. Man, him start. Uh, uh, leaking that's this piece of downtown boys. Okay. You feel me? So me and him start uh, like he started taking to the studio where I could practice and like get my shit together at Clear Tracks in Clearwater. Okay, yeah. With Skylar and all them was there, Skylar and Lex. So I started rapping, I started getting good, like real good. But it was like, ain't nobody gonna wanna hear your music if you a new artist in our city, because it's just Tampa, that's how Tampa feels. You gotta do some crazy shit or like be just like out there, I'll uh, be like the biggest street nigga who done turned rapper. So it was like I had to find another way because I ain't gonna take no gimmicks or nothing. Like I ain't mm -hmm. finna be out here no clown. So I started like rap battling nigga. Mm -hmm. Like, but it's like real freestyle, not like the up north, like the smack, like real, like turn on the beat. I go for one minute and then they go for one minute. And I was just crushing niggas off the top. And that's what got like the buzz built up. Like, okay, this nigga really rapping. So after that, I kind of like, Maneuver the attention to like my song making. Cause I knew I made good songs. I just had to get somebody to hear. 
Mm -hmm. So once I started making like the music and putting it out, they was like, oh, he ain't bullshitting. And then, you know, fast forward, I, I put out eight bands before I uh, got signed. Mm -hmm. And that shit went crazy. They was like, what the fuck? You made this? I was like, yeah, right. I, made, I got a bunch of music. <laughs> so that's when like I started like rising through the ranks in the city because like niggas seen me come up. Niggas know my family, my daddy, everybody. So like we watched this nigga go from way down here to where he at now. So. Yeah. Did you expect eight bands to do what it did, or was it I just... did, but I didn't, cause it's like it's a lot of niggas with big songs in the city that mm -hmm. could go global. with just don't nobody know how to market shit in town because we ain't never had no big ass artists. Mm -hmm. Like we got Tom, like that's the king. You feel me? Everybody know that, but like we never had no nigga who number one on the chart. Like like Atlanta, Detroit, L.A. We ain't never had no shit like that. So nobody really know how to market songs. Yeah. So you know, like we still learning, cause like I'm kind of like trying to like find a blueprint out because I'm trying to be the biggest artist to come from the city, like the first biggest artist. But, you know, we just started trying to like find different ways because there's never no set way to do nothing in this shit. Like this shit by relationships and, and good music and who you know. Did you have a lot of labels reaching out after eight bands started taking off or? Atlantic hit me after JD hit me. But it was like, y'all late. I ain't gonna lie, JD, we already got the paperwork going. Well, this money on the way, ain't no fucking way. And then at the time, though, I was just thinking like, Def Jam ain't really got like, no rappers, rappers my age that they was really pushing. Like, we got Fredo Bang and shit. I, I definitely felt Fredo. But Fredo make us like, his, his region type of music, you know, like that, that crunk shit, that rowdy shit. And I was like trying to come more like Rick Ross mixed with that, you feel me? Like the lyrical shit, but not just on no young nigga shit. Like, it like, should I be saying they like, okay, he got something to talk about like that, so. And then it was with Jermaine Dupree, and it's like, that's one of the fucking goats, so you mm -hmm. feel me? I know if I go with him, I'm gonna get a little more respect, cause like, if he like you, then they've been following his formula for so long, it's like, they ain't gonna have no choice but to fuck with you, so I'd rather that one. Did he reach out to you like on IG or how did that come back? It was during quarantine, so I freestyled over Money Ain't a Thing. Okay, yeah, I remember that. And I had my followers tag, but I didn't think I went as hard, but they was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then if you know, you know how hard it is that for an original artist, like anything you freestyle over, they old shit. Like they love their babies, like songs like that be their babies. So when he liked it, I was like, oh shit. So my father was tagged him with a bunch of goats. He was like, what the fuck is this goat shit? <laughs> he thinking it's about him. But I got my people tagging him. So it's like 1,500 comments or something like that. So he, he reposted, he's like, this hard. Shawty talking, I'm like, okay. So like the next day, like I don't, I don't hear nothing from him. I'm like, what the fuck this nigga doing? Like, so then uh, that night, I see the lights. It's Jermaine Dupri, I'm like, oh shit, he on my page. So like I start deleting all the shit that's in the way of the video because I be on a trolling high, just joking and shit. So, so I start deleting the shit that was in the way. I got a bunch of shit in the way of the actual music that I was making. So yeah. I was just deleting post. And then he click on eight man, he double tap it, and he stopped double tapping right there. And then the fucking uh, the DM, I, I slide over to the DM. It say typing. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so then when he DM, he was like, you signed. I was like, nigga, you think I'm fucking having people tag you? And I'm saying, like, what the fuck is you doing? He was like, I ain't know. I ain't want to seem feeling like I'm lost out here. I was like, nah, hell no, nah, I ain't signed. So he was like, okay, like, give me like a week. I'm going to have something in the mix. It actually took like a month, but it was worth it, though. It was worth the wait. Oh, shit. Yeah. So that was all during quarantine. So I, like, I, ain't, I ain't even meet nobody before I signed. Like, it was all over Zoom. 
mm. and like emails and shit. But I'm like a real reader though, so it was perfect. I ain't had shit else to do, so I read my whole contract. Nah, for real. <laughs> I ain't had shit else to do. <laughs> so how did the remix with uh, Ross come about then? Did he ask you like, who do you see on this or who do you want on this? Digo, so it was on some shit like, cause you know, he the remix, like he invented mm -hmm. the remix basically. Sure. So he like, who you want on it? At first I'm like, well, we can't do Kodak. Cause Kodak was my first idea. Like I don't- But he was still locked up at the time. Exactly. But I'm a big Kodak fan, so I'm like, man, we gotta put Kodak. He's like, the nigga locked up. I'm like, fuck. So it was gonna be somebody from Florida regardless, because like that's just how I am. Like my first record, I want people to know I'm from Florida too. So he was like the city girl. I was like, nah. And I fuck with the city girls, but it was just like, nah. Not for that record. Yeah, though. nah. Cause he got that soul sample exactly. in it. Exactly. Like, so he was like, I got it. So he ain't tell me shit. He just said like, I got yeah. it. Yeah. And he left it at that. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, man, I ain't with all this weird Hollywood shit. Cause you know, I'm just like, son, I'm like, what the fuck is he? He got it. He just walk out the room. Like, what type of shit is this? <laughs> so like two weeks, I'm at home. Like, I'm, I'm like, okay, I done signed. They done sent my vans and shit. I'm, I'm, I'm chilling, but I need to get active now. Cause this ain't, I ain't used to this. So I get a text message like five in the morning. Cause that's what time he be up. I be asleep. So I get up at like seven. I seen this shit and I clicked it. And it was like, huh. I was like, oh shit, that's what he put on that motherfucker. <laughs> and then I ain't gonna lie, I was, that morning, my neighbor was beating on the wall. They like, what the fuck? Cause I was excited. Like, I ain't never had no shit like this. Rick Ross on the song. I growed up on Rick Ross song. So, so uh, when we got him on the, he had hit me. He was like, bro, that song hard. That's a, you got me in a different type of flow. Like, you feel me? Like the upbeat shit. And he just like embraced it. So, you know, it was, it was like love. Cause you know, he the only, rapper from Florida that signed the Def Jam and then it's me. So, you know, it was just like some passing the torch almost type shit. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, that's dope. Mm -hmm. What was it like shooting that video, man? You guys got the big budget, you got Country Wayne in that I ain't gonna lie, like. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. I lighted it. Cause experience, like I ain't never did no shit like that before. Well, you got your own dressing room. You gotta act and shit. Yeah, you gotta act. You got your dressing room. You got your stylist. They come in there with a bunch of shit. Some shit you could take. Some shit you gotta buy. But it's like I had the new money, so like, give me everything off this motherfucker. I don't give a damn what it is. This is my first time. It was just experience. You feel me? Had like the whole Def Jam that they sent. Well, no, they ain't even sent Fredo. Fredo like pulled up on me. Hmm. Uh, all them boys from Miami, Gucci, Zoe. Tafia, you feel me? All of them, like, like, you feel me, like, real. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. But like Florida love, you know how Florida is. Like it's crab in the bucket, but like when it's time to come together, we always come together. Like ain't nobody else gonna try nobody from Florida. If you out of town, a nigga from Florida is gonna help you if he right there. Like no, no problem. So you know, it's just like on some love shit. It definitely was a big budget though. We was there all fucking day. I can imagine, yeah. I was dog ass tired. 
So how would you compare being on a, on a major now to being independent and doing everything yourself? I mean, I like it. Like, some people be like, man, stay independent. But that's if you was that nigga in the streets and you got a lot of money, you feel me, just to spend and try to get your shit together. Because if you know, you know it costs a lot to be an up-and-coming artist. Mm -hmm. Niggas who actually big artists don't spend as much as an up-and-coming artist because they done solidified and spent all the money, like, already, like, being independent. So it's like it was a sigh of relief when I go to the studio and I'm like, oh, yeah, just send an invoice. I was like, man. It, it's about fucking time. <laughs> For real. It's about time. So what was the inspiration going into this, this latest single, Bounce It? It was on some shit. It was my first time like in Atlanta, for real, for real, hanging out. And I was, and JD like, man, I got this beat. And you know, JD like, he a bounce type. But I like bounce music. I like the ladies, so if they like it, I love it. So it was sample, like we had an sample bit freedom because JD is a sample king, like he gonna sample everything. So he sampled Big Frida. I know who Big Frida is. I know like the, the New Orleans bounce artist, cause we from Tampa, like that shit big in Tampa too. Mm -hmm. And I got six little sisters, so you know, I come to the house, they shaking their head, I gotta, you know, snatch them down. But I hear the music, I see what they dancing to. <laughs> so um, when he played it, I was like, I ain't never made no twerk song before. He like, ain't no twerk song, nigga. Just rap what you feel. I was like, I ain't feeling shit. Ain't nothing but a bunch of niggas. Soon I said that, <laughs> like seven strippers came in up, butt ass real. naked. He like, nigga, not nah, what's up? I was like, oh, nigga, we hanging out. So like, I'm, I, as I'm recording, and this on his OnlyFans as well too. That's the only video he got on his OnlyFans. We in that recording, <laughs> really? bounce it. It's straight ass right here, right here. You feel me? His titties up here. Like in the booth <laughs> with you. See, I record like outside the booth with the mic. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it's like, right there. I mean, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, I put it down. They was quiet because, like, I punch in, so I work fast. Mm -hmm. So I put it down, and the girl, they was in like the little club with Bow Wow. Bow Wow, wow, boy. So they was in the club in the studio with Bow Wow, Bow Wow, and I was drunk, throwing money. So as I'm finished, Bow Wow, like, nigga, what's up, nigga? Let's turn up. I'm like, shit, let's go. JD like, y'all hang out. He turned the lights off in the studio, put the club lights in that <laughs> motherfucker. We was hanging out, and that's where Bounce It came from. And then it's like, when we sample Big Frida, people like, oh, man, that's some industry shit. You put Big Frida, da, da, da. No, it's like, he a human, he ain't disrespecting me. Like, I ain't no homophobe. Like, I don't, I don't mind. Like, if we sample him, why not put him on the song and, yeah. and, and, and put him in the video? It's just respect thing, you feel me? Because if a nigga sample me, I don't give a fuck if you don't like me. Like, you either gonna pay, Oh, you, you gonna, gonna pay one yeah, way or the other? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's just on some respect shit, cause it's like, I ain't like, that shit don't bother me. Like, he ain't on there talking about doing no explicit shit to no man and none of no shit like that. He's just on there talking about telling girls to bounce their ass. Yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I saw one of your interviews. You said you wanted Ty Dollar on that too? Yeah, nah, so that was the first one we sent it to. But I didn't think he could kind of like, it was too down south. Yeah, you feel <laughs> it was too bouncy. You know, he liked that, like that. That mellow uh -huh, shit. Uh-huh, like that L.A. shit, so. But we definitely got, um, we're going to get a record in with Ty. Oh, that'd be dope right Yeah, there. definitely. Yeah, but And you got a new EP on the way, right? Mm -hmm. My Time? We actually changed the name. Okay. Because, like, My Time is, like, the fucking most used. <laughs> it's going to be all upcoming the Upcoming artists. Music. Like, Lil Baby used My Time when he was coming out. Uh, the other uh, girl on their lab, uh, label, Lakia, I think, she from Milwaukee, so mm -hmm. her shit was my time, so I was like, no, nah, I'm just calling 813 Day. Okay. Because, you know, being from town, it's like, we don't get enough love, and we don't show each other enough love, so it's like, I'm trying to show love to the city. Yeah. That's why I named 813 Day. So what type of vibe should we expect to hear on there, man? 
Um, so I definitely put eight bands back on there because that's my baby. Like For that's sure. what got me. That motherfucker might be on the next five. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I got that on there. I got Shine in the Ghetto, which is like on some Andre Three Stats type shit. JD produced that shit hard though. I'm gonna let you hear it like later on. That shit tough. Um, feature I got on uh, is my boy Late Bloomer. He from Tampa too. He, he hard as fuck. But we got one called Minimum Wage. That shit crazy. Um, smooth Operator. Oh, you finally putting that out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, man, that shit was hard to get clear. Really? Jill Scott, like she ain't no regular, you feel me? She, you know. So I know fans been asking for that shit oh, on Spotify. Oh, yeah, oh God, they be blowing sites. me up, like, please put it on streaming site. So now we finally got that one. We had Babyface Ray, but he ain't sent a session. He sent the verse, like, no problem. He wasn't tripping, but he was on tour when we asked him to do it. So I'm pretty sure he stopped that one in, like, them studios. Oh, yeah, and then and get the know, full session. Yeah, you feel me? Which I ain't tripping, you know. He's still a cool nigga, so we got that on the, um, Bounce it, eight bands, minimum wage, shining the ghetto. You wouldn't believe me, which is produced by JD. That's like when I'm on my like my bars is bad type shit. Cause you know I gotta respect the culture. That's what it started at. So you know I got that type of. It's just like six or seven songs showing you different angles of how, like how I make music, and then we preparing to make like the album. Okay. Yeah. So what videos next? You got something already tucked away? Um, they really like let me decide what I want to shoot. So I'm like torn in between like Minimum Wage or Shine in the Ghetto. Cause Shine in the Ghetto is like, I think that's a song that's going to send me like all the way through the roof. Cause it's like relatable. It's, it's on some shit like, uh, I say, they asked me how I feel. I said, great. I came from Roman Noodles, not state. I'm just happy that I'm in a better place. I just been getting money staying out the way, like on some shit like that. Just, you know, like I finally getting to live my dream and chill. Like I can wake up and play the game and ain't got to worry about what, how I'm finna pay my bill. I can smoke weed all day. As long as I make good music, you feel me, and stay consistent, I can buy. So, you know, that's what I've been working this hard for. Nah, for real. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's talk about the Tampa music scene, man. Mm -hmm. A lot of talent coming yeah, out the city right definitely, now. Definitely, definitely. Um, do you feel like most of the artists out there are fucking with each other? Are they supporting each other? Is it 50-50? Is it? I mean, it's just like, cause me, I'm from Central Park. Like everybody know that, but it's like, I fuck with everybody. They say it's friendly, I don't give a like, but it ain't friendly. It's like, just being a, like, a regular person. You can't just be mad at somebody you don't even know. Like, so like, I go to different neighborhoods, shoot dice, talk a little shit. You feel me? Freestyle on they block still to this day, cause that's how you build your likeliness and like let people know, like man, he a regular person. He ain't no Hollywood ass nigga. You feel me? So I mean, they support each other, but it's like they support the wave, who the hottest. But it's like I'm, I'm kind of like kicking that barrier down, cause on some shit like I, I fuck with who I fuck with. Like you could have ten followers, but if your music like sound good, like. I'm fucking with you, like, my boy Cool Nate, he from Tampa, he ain't really got no big following, but he make good ass music. And he was like, damn, that's crazy. Like, I ain't think you'll see my DM. Like, nigga, I be in my shit. I be on Instagram, I pay attention to you trolls and shit, see who talking shit. Like, I don't be having shit else to do. So it was just like, he was blowed, cause I, like, I brought him to my studio session, and we just was cooking up and shit, and I got on a few of his songs. He was like, damn, that's crazy. But it ain't crazy, that's how it's supposed to be. That's how Atlanta is, how it is. They ain't going to no other cities and putting niggas on their songs and shit. I mean, they do, but it's like, 
it got to be a real relationship. They mm-hmm. fought with each other on the come up. Like, Young Thug put all his little niggas on his album. Yeah. He probably got a few major features of his, like, real partners, but all his little niggas who you don't know is on, like, songs with J. Cole yeah, and fucking Fusion and shit. Yeah. So, you know, like, that's the type of shit I be trying to do in the city, like, just to keep it, you know, going. Because even if I don't blow, somebody else may blow. So, you feel me? Just like, if I make six people rich, I should be good forever. Like, you know, if I fuck up the money, like, man, I could get 100 from here, 200 from here, yeah. 60, you know, just like keeping the love going. Nah, I got you. Mm-hmm. I do got to ask you, though, what happened between you and Buck Sosa, man? We know you guys went back and forth. Was it anything <laughs> real or was it just. Oh, no. Nah, that's serious. See, that's like the bullshit side of me right there. That's when I was on bullshit. I ain't start that, though. That's my, like, we cool now. Nah, he started that shit, though. So, my son, uh, my first son, um, me and him got the same BM, like, like the same baby mama. So, that's, that's who my first son from. So, I was on live after I did a rap battle one day, and he caught the ass end of it instead of the whole, like, you know how, like, the tabloids to try to make it like I was talking shit about him? Hmm. Like, cut out certain parts. So, he caught the end of the live, and it was like, what you think he'll do to Buck Sosa? I smoked that nigga. That's what I said. I said, I'm like, he can't rap better than me. But all he heard was, I smoked that nigga. Fuck that nigga. So he DM'd me like, what you on, bro? I'm like, nigga, fuck you. Don't come in my DM trying to check me. And it was up from there. Like, he dropped this song. I dropped the song. He dropped another song. That shit was crazy. Like, he fucked me up. <laughs> fucked you up on he that draped me. One. He draped me. He draped me. I was meeting Mill at the time. And then the city was fucking with him, too. So he's like, oh. I thought, I, was, I thought it was it for me. I was like, fuck this. I'm finna kick his ass up. Every time I see him, we finna beat. But then, like, I know how to, like, I'm impulsive, but I know how to be the bigger person when I calm down, hit my blunt, think about it. Like, this shit ain't that serious. Like, my son live in the same house with you. How the fuck I'm finna be beefing with you want to kill nah, you real. and my son live over there. What the fuck type of shit is that? So we talked and shit and we, and we like, that shit did. Nah. And then we got a mutual bit homie because where Buck Sosa from, I, like, I was born there. Mm-hmm. I, like, I started going downtown like at 12, 13, like, like that age. But I was born in Progress Village. Oh, okay. 5001 South 87th Street. So like all his homeboys and shit is my homeboy. So that's why I was kind of like fucked up. But you know, we figured it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's good. All right, so what has, like, being a father, what has fatherhood taught you about life so far, Ellen? I'm still really learning, because I'm one of them dudes, like, I buy my kids, whatever, like, they mama send Apple Pay requests, they, they say they want it, they get it. But I got to learn how to, like, spend real time. But it's just, like, it's shit you got to learn, because my, like, and then I got to also learn patience, because they, they babies, like they kids. So you feel my son, he want to jump around. And, and I sometimes be happy, like, man, lay your ass down, man. You want a melatonin? Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so you feel, I just got to learn patience. But it just show you, like, it give you something to look forward to and shit. You feel me? Because when I, I do be missing my babies and shit. So when I be, like, coming back from out of town and shit, I call their mamas and get them. And, like, all me and my BMs, like, we don't got no problems or nothing. We good. That's a blessing right there. Yeah, for real. Yeah. So going into 2022, man, what's some of your goals for next year, LA? Man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to at least run up like two, three million dollars. You feel me? Just on the music tip, so then I could try doing other shit like acting. Cause 50 Cent got all these uh, shows and shit. Man, he, I know I could get in one of them. Like, 
He do some Florida shit. Uh, even BMF. He said I got my buffs on and shit. I know how to. <laughs> I know how to get in the road. So it's just some shit like that. Like I want to do other shit. Like, and it's just like that's why I was like that's how I was brought up. Like, I'm I was raised in that millennium era, like Bow Wow and Lil Zane and shit. Niggas ain't gonna give Bow Wow no credit. And I ain't just saying cause so so deaf. Like that shit irrelevant. Like. A niggas' first concert was Bow Wow. Niggas wanting to be like Mike when Bow Wow was Calvin Cambridge. Like, niggas ain't gonna keep it real, but that's the truth. So it's just on some shit like that. Like, I just wanna do all that type of shit. Get endorsements. Gucci, man, finally with Gucci. Like, you, yeah. Like, you feel me? Shit like that. Well, I ain't gotta buy no Louis Vuitton clothes ever. <laughs> they gonna give you all yeah. the exclusives. All the shit nobody got. Like, that's how I wanna live. You feel me? Not, I don't know. Like, Niggas be embracing that hood shit. Like, you embrace it, but to, to an extent. Like, that ain't how you gotta keep living once you actually get a way to get out that shit. Yeah. And then that's just, you fucking up. Like, that's, that's basically like you telling God, fuck you. Like, okay, you got me out the ghetto, but I'm still finna go back and do all the dumb shit. Okay, well, that's where you wanna be at. Yeah, you gotta elevate, mm -hmm. man, in all facets of life, man. Fat, fat, fat. For sure. All right, you got any uh, last words for your fans? Any shout outs you like to give? Yeah, man, shout out to the whole Tampa. Shout out to Priceless Scott, because she don't get enough respect. We're going to try to get her up here. But she's like one of the hardest girls you ever hear rap. Like, she ain't bullshit. Um, shout out to Buck Sosa. Shout out to Block Blizzum. Shout out to Gangster. Shout out to Just G, the whole North Side. You feel me? KD, Skate. Shout out my boys in the backyard. You feel me? Just shout out the whole Tampa. You feel me? I fuck with everybody. Life cold, but at least we get to wear jackets Where I'm from, you either die or either make you happy Not in a million years, I thought that I Who needs an alarm in the morning When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles And a breakfast cutoff Ba-da-ba-ba-ba -ba -ba.